What do you need to do to be part of the 12% of the metabolically healthy people? Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals, but this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis. Hey guys, welcome to our Ketogenic Life podcast. I'm I'm flying solo today, but uh, today we are going to talk about metabolic health and how keto is related to that. You know, um, metabolic health is uh, is a term some people may not know what we're talking about, and uh, we're going to explain that and how and why it's important to know if you're metabolically healthy. Because what we want to do is we want to learn uh, to live a life that we can enjoy now, that we can get the results that we want to get, but also be able to maintain these. So like in 10, 20, 30 years from now, you're, you will be able to be, be able to have the best health uh, possible that you can. And, you know, the one thing that we want to address first with metabolic health is something called inflammation. Uh, we've talked about inflammation many times on this uh, podcast before, and uh, it is a chronic uh, driver of a chronic disease. And if you have underlying inflammation, and we're going to talk about where that comes from, it, it, it affects your body in a negative way as far as leading to chronic disease. So what we want to do is uh, kind of change our mindset a little bit. You know, so many times in health uh, care, uh, people are thinking about their health or getting treated for their health. Uh, There's so many reactive uh, parts to it. You know, you get sick and then you do something about it. You know, you start to feel bad. You start to have, uh, you know, headaches. You can't sleep. You can't do these things. And then you start looking, you're reacting to your symptoms. So what we want to do is be able to identify some underlying uh, symptoms, uh, maybe even talk about some blood work that you can get at your doctor's office and see how those things can uh, kind of open your eyes up to some things that may be uh, underlying in your health that if you address now, you won't have to deal with these consequences later on. Now, the one thing that I tell a lot of my patients is, you know, if so, if someone comes in and they have a diagnosis and we say uh, diabetes or their blood sugars are going up and it looks like they're going to start developing diabetes if they don't do something different. And one of the things that they talk to me about is, you know, it's hard to make those changes, you know, and I understand that completely. It is hard to do something for 30, 40 years and then automatically try to change it. But what I want you to realize and what I try to get my patients to realize is, you know, you're going to deal with something hard. Either you're going to deal with the hard changes now and, uh, you know, better your health or you're going to keep going down the path that you're going and you're going to deal with the hard later. Now, the dealing with the hard later is a lot more hard than dealing with the hard now. You know, if you think about your bank account, you know, if you're trying to save for retirement, you know, if, if it's a little bit difficult sometimes when you're 30 years old to start putting money away as far as, you know, for retirement, because, well, you know, you got 20, 30 more years to work. You, you don't think it's that necessary. But, 
if you start doing it when you're young, when you're 30 years old, you're going to get much better uh, payoff when you retire, when you're 65, 70. Now, if you're 55 and you haven't saved for retirement, you've got a lot of work to do. You know, you're behind the eight ball. There's a lot of things you have to do to catch up with. And, uh, you know, it's the same way with your health. You know, if you put your health off for so many years and then you decide, hey, I want to do something about it, uh, you know, it's still possible. Uh, don't get me wrong, but, you know, it's a lot better the sooner that you start. You know, we have, I, I actually have a client right now. Uh, that I coach online, and he is doing tremendously well. You know, he has lost uh, over 30 pounds in six weeks, you know, but he's 59 turning 60 this year, and he feels much better than he has in five years. But if I would have had access to him and he would have had his eyes opened when he was 35, uh, he would be in so much better uh, situation now than than he is right now. And he's doing really well. Uh, but so the one thing I really want you to, to really think about is, you know, being uh, proactive in all the things that we talk about today and not being reactive. Don't wait till something uh, goes wrong on your blood test or, you know, you have a certain medical condition that kind of flares up and does something. You know, be proactive. Uh, let's start taking care of the problem now so you don't have to worry about these things later on. Now. With your health, a lot of people tell me, hey, I can't help it, you know, that I got uh, these genes. My mom had diabetes, uh, my dad had diabetes, my brothers and sisters, my aunts and uncles, and, you know, that that is that does play a part in it. You know, your genetics do play a part in it. But the way I want you to think about your genetics is this. Your genetics is like a, a gun that's loaded, all right? If you sit there and you have a loaded gun and, and don't touch it and nothing happens to it, there's no problem with it, okay? What happens is when you pull the trigger. And when you pull the trigger, something happens. Now, what I want you to think about with your health is when you that trigger, when you're pulling the trigger, that's your decisions that you make. You know, that's the inputs that you have uh, to help um, further along your genetics, either positive or negative. So, you know, just because you have the genetics, don't don't have the mindset that, you know, well, there's nothing I can do. There is a lot of, that you can do. And the sooner that you start, the better. And the things we talk about is like sleep and diet and, you know, whether you drink alcohol, uh, you know, as far as like toxins and your GI health. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But what the ketogenic diet can really help in this uh, part is by providing you uh, with some whole foods, some healthy foods, healthy fats, getting rid of the sugars in the processed foods, and that will help prevent your body from pulling that trigger to setting off these genes. So I want you to be encouraged that if even if you have uh, certain family medical problems, uh, you, you don't have to go down the same path as uh, your family does. You can you can trailblaze a new path, and you can set the standard, and you can be the person that they look to and say, "Hey, this person has the same genes as I do, uh, but they're not having the health problems that I have." So. We're, ta- we're talking about inflammation today, and we want to be part of the 12% of the metabolically healthy people. Now, how do you know if you're metabolically unhealthy? Well, there are certain uh, things that you can look for. Uh, you can uh, have uh, certain labs done. Uh, there's things called a SED rate and a CRP. They can check your insulin level. They can check your uric acid. 
And there's other tests that you can check as well. But, you know, if you start getting these kind of tests done uh, early, you can kind of see if there's a problem, you can do something about it. Now, let's say you don't have access to uh, these blood tests. You go there and your doctor won't order them or, you know, you can't afford them. So how do you know if you're metabolically unhealthy? Well, here are some things that you can, uh, if you have these symptoms, these are some signs that, hey, it can, uh, there could be something wrong here. All right, if you have a lot of muscle aches, if you have a lot of joint pains, you know, that's shown inflammation. Uh, If you're swelling a lot, if you get sick a lot, you know, uh, that shows that you don't have a a good uh, underlying immunity system. Do you feel tired a lot? Do you... uh, uh, not have the energy that you think you should have at the age that you have. Uh, do you have skin problems? Do you have a lot of rashes? Uh, do you have some uh, psoriasis? Do you have acne? Do you have some <coughs> um, uh, eczema? Do you have uh, GI problems? Uh, you know, when you eat, uh, are you getting bloated? Do you have heartburn? Um, you know, if, uh, if you have these things, th- these are some of the things that <coughs> can show you that uh, you are maybe not be metabolically healthy because what your body wants to do is it wants to function at a high level. Your body was made uh, to sleep well, eat well, feel well, all right? And if it's not doing those things, something on the inside is not uh, occurring like it should. You know, if you're finding yourself going to the uh, drugstore and continuing to buy uh, heartburn medication, uh, if you're buying a lot of antacids, if you have Tums, um, you know, those are some signs that maybe you're not metabolically healthy. I know uh, before we started doing the ketogenic diet with uh, in our household here, I, I used to take Tums. I had to take them every night almost. And I've not had to take Tums in five years. So that's one thing that, you know, I can tell by myself uh, that I've improved because I've not had to go back and, and uh, buy medication uh, for heartburn, for indigestion. So if you're having these things, you know, these are some telltale signs that, hey, maybe something's wrong. Maybe we, t- we need to investigate it a little bit more so that we can find out the underlying uh, cause of your, of your inflammation and some, maybe some groundwork of some chronic disease in your own body. Now, a lot of people say, well, why is this important? You know, uh, I'm not I'm not feeling that bad. I'm not, um, you know, I'm still able to work. I, I can sleep some. Some nights I don't sleep well. You know, maybe I do have some indigestion, uh, you know, every now and then. Maybe I do have some heartburn. Maybe I feel some tired. You know, what's the big deal about this? Well, the big deal is <clears throat> what what's happening right now is leading to something down the road. Uh, your body is trying to tell you something. You need to listen to your body. And if your body, if you have these kind of symptoms or if you have these lab work that comes back and they're a little bit abnormal, you know, the sooner you take care of these problems, the sooner, the better off you are long term. Because long term, if you don't take care of these problems, uh, you know, developing things like diabetes, um, you know, heart attack, heart disease, uh, stroke, uh, dementia, uh, Parkinson's, uh, even cancer. Some uh, there's been some studies that show that you know having this chronic inflammation can lead to these kind of problems. So, you know, you may feel like you're doing okay right now. You may feel like you know there's no need for you to change. You may have a sweet tooth, and you just say, "I can't help it. I have to have these things." Well, what I want you to understand by the time you listen to this podcast is, 
you know, these choices that we're making today is going to affect our health tomorrow. You know, everything that, that we do now, you know, we do a ketogenic diet. We think it's healthy. You know, a lot of times people don't want to do keto, want to do paleo or, you know, uh, Mediterranean. There's different things that we can work with people to do. But when doing a ketogenic diet, you're getting rid of a lot of things that cause chronic inflammation. And what we're doing right now is we're trying to treat our bodies now. So when we're 70, 80 years old, uh, we're going to be as healthy as we can. So everything that we do, everything we talk about on this podcast is something that we are looking uh, to improve our body, to improve uh, our health so that, you know, we don't have uh, our kids having to take care of us when we're 70, 80 years old. You know, we want to be able to live as healthy as we can, as long as we can. And then something happens and then we kind of like just pass away and and uh, move on to heaven. Uh, we don't want to have a deteriorating type health. Uh, I was speaking with one of my friends and uh, they had a family member who had been having some problems. Uh, and uh, it's it just some signs of, you know, of having some deteriorating health. Uh, they're doing, you know, okay. They're being able to function, uh, but they're having to go to the doctor more often. Uh, they're actually having to have some surgery now. And those things are going to de- de- deteriorate their health over the next five or 10 years. You know, the quality of their life is not going to be what they probably thought it would be. And it's all because of not decisions they made in the last probably six months. It's decisions that they've made in the last, you know, 10 to 20 years. So if you are somebody who's on the fence of starting keto, or if you're on the fence of thinking you need somebody to help coach you on on your way, you know, that's the time you need to reach out. You may be 30 years old. You know, we have clients that are 30, 35 years old who are now making uh, some changes in their lifestyle, not for right now, but for later on. So I just want to encourage you, the sooner that you start, uh, the better off that you are. Now, inflammation, where does it come from? All right. It comes from different places. And, um, you know, the the way that we've kind of simplified it is we make it in three different categories. Uh, you've got emotional stress, you know, there's stress of your job, uh, financial stress, family stress, there's things like that. Uh, there's dietary stress. And a lot of that has to do with sugar and processed foods. And the more research that, that we do, the more we find out it's the bad oils that are causing a lot of this uh, inflammation uh, to our body. And finally, number three, you got inflammation. And that can be from uh, gut dysbiosis. If you have some problems in your gut that are causing problems, or if you have a lot of toxins on board. You know, if you've been around uh, pesticides, if you've drank a lot from plastic bottles and you haven't detoxed like you should, you know, those can build up. So the three sources that we look at is the emotional stress, a dietary stress, and inflammatory stress. Now, when we have these three things right here, it doesn't matter where the stress comes from. It's kind of like if you think about, uh, you know, if you have three buckets pouring into one bucket, 
you know, all these things right here, these three things pour into one bucket called stress, and that's how your body uh, responds to it. And it doesn't matter where this stress comes from, it affects your body about the same way. So, you know, sometimes it's really easy to find out where the source of stress is. You know, it could be just your diet. If you're eating a lot of sugar and processed foods, you get rid of that. Uh, you don't have these symptoms. Uh, they go away. Your lab wire markers get better. And, you know, you're pretty much done. But what we find is usually if it takes a little bit of investigative work to figure out exactly what is the source of stress for each individual person. Uh, you know, what we try to do is try to have a uh, diet that is getting rid of the uh, processed foods and the sugars. That's the simplest thing to do. And we'll talk about more treatment in just a second. But going back to this bucket, when, you're, when all this stress comes into your body, and it, it gets stressed, you know, it's kind of like if you uh, cut an apple and you leave it on the counter, you know, overnight, the next day, uh, it turns brown. You know, that's just some stress, uh, oxidative stress uh, to that apple. And it's kind of like if you want to think about it that way, what happens in your body. So we got all these things that's happening to us. We got all this stress. We got these uh, emotional stress, dietary stress, inflammatory stress. What do we do about it? Well, the first thing we have to try to do is start figuring out what the cause is for each individual person. You know, doing a ketogenic diet is a great way to get started. Again, like I talked about, you know, gets rid of the sugars and the processed foods. And if you're not eating the commercialized uh, packaged, quote, keto, unquote, um, you know, bars and snacks and stuff like that, then you're probably not getting uh, the bad oils or the good oils. So what we do is we recommend like olive oil, coconut oil, uh, lard, real butter, uh, avocado oil. So that's the good oils. That's going to help get rid of that. So you're getting rid with the ketogenic diet. You're getting rid of the bad oils. You're getting rid of sugar and you're getting rid of processed foods because uh, we don't do, quote, dirty keto here. We do, uh, you know, whole foods, healthy uh, keto. So the first thing that we try to get people to do is their diet. And then. With our diet, we try to have them add like fatty fish, like salmon. Um, you can have nuts. Uh, you can have seeds. Um, and what we want to do is really try to uh, total eliminate the gluten. And again, if you're not eating commercialized products, you're probably not getting a gluten. And then for some people, we need to decrease their dairy. Uh, the next thing we need to do is to, and this is our four pillars of health that we do on our online coaching. You know, we, we have your diet, which we just talked about. We do your exercise. You know, what type of exercise is best for the inflammation? And sometimes we have to do some specialized testing to see what your cortisol level is, see what your stress hormones are, and uh, recommend a specific diet for you or exercise for you. It may be weightlifting. It may be in high intensity interval training. It may be low impact uh, walking. You know, a lot of it depends on each person and what's best for them. Uh, so it's hard to make a, a blanket statement. Uh, but uh, overall, those are the kind of things that we look at. We need to get you sleeping well. Uh, there's a thing called an Aura Ring, O-U-R-A. I've been using it for a couple of years, and it really does help as far as your sleep, as far as uh uh, figuring out, you know, what you what whatever you're doing is it helping or hurting? Are you progressing or regressing? And we want to continue to look at that. So sleep is so important. And of course, with us is prayer, meditation. You know, that's that's so important uh, to our life, uh, especially with the stress. 
and the, and the ultimate inflammation. So um, I want to encourage you, probably bottom line here through this whole talk, is we're going to start talking about some stuff that will help with your longevity. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about you know health span versus lifespan. And uh, this is kind of like what we're going to be centered on for the next several weeks and, and try to figure out uh, what's best, uh, you know, how to best present this to you as far as, you know, things that you can do, things that you can start looking for. So if you're sitting there and you're still wondering, OK, I don't really know if I'm metabolically sound. All right. If you have uh, these things three out of five of them, uh, you have metabolic syndrome. And this is how we define it. If your HDL, your good cholesterol is uh, less than 40, if your triglycerides are over 150, uh, if you're taking medication for uh, blood pressure problems, if your waistline is greater uh, than, uh, oh, now I should look that up, uh, 35 uh, for uh, females and 40 uh, for males, um, if you're if your waist circumference is greater than that, if you have three out of five of these, then you probably have metabolic syndrome. Uh, and uh, again, the sooner that you start uh, doing something about it, the better off that you're going to be. So today we talked about uh, inflammation, and I think that that is a great place to start. And just a little story here, you know, I had a client that, that uh, I was talking with, and uh, we did some blood work on her, and um, it came back, you know, she had some problems with uh, some B vitamins and things like that, but I think a lot of her issues were in her gut, because most issues start in your gut, and if we can heal your gut, a lot of times other things get better. So anyway, she came back to me, and uh, after about four or five days, and she had all kinds of papers, uh, she went and did all this research. As far as uh, you know, what uh, uh, she thought she should be doing, and the more that she researched, the more confused that she got because one said one thing, said one thing, one said another. So to make it simple, okay, to make it simple that you can get started today, all you if you could just start doing this, you're going to be well on your way. If you could start changing your diet, if you can get rid of the sugar and get rid of the processed foods. Uh, and eat the good oils and stay away from the bad oils, you are going to be so much better on your path uh, to health than, than doing a bunch of tests and uh, supplements. Now, don't get me wrong, tests are important. I do them every day. I do them on myself. Supplements the same way. I prescribe those every day. I use them myself every day. But if you don't start off with the simple things of changing your diet, understanding that you know you can't correct something if you keep harming it so if you start by changing your diet you're going to feel a lot better uh, you're going to be able to get down this path of health you know and w even with us you know we've been doing this for five or six years now and we are still continuing to figure out what's best for us. You know, we have to adjust as time goes on. So I want to encourage you that, you know, this is a lifelong journey of learning. And, but you can't make that lifelong journey and start to start getting the results that you want if you simply don't change your diet. And if you don't get rid of the sugar and the processed foods, you're going to have so many problems. And if you follow us for the ketogenic diet, that's a great place to start. You know, do you have to do keto the 
the rest of your life? Uh, do you have to be 100%? No, it's really hard to do. Uh, do Will you have to make adjustments? Yes. Do you cycle in and out of keto? Possibly. Uh, it just depends on the person, their health, and how they're doing. So I just want to encourage you that with this chronic disease, the things that we look at as far as health, uh, there are some things that you can start doing today uh, that will uh, uh, treat your future body and you'll be able to uh, function and feel so much better uh, at a later date. So hopefully that's helped. Uh, we'll continue with this uh, health uh, journey next week. But first, I want to talk about our uh, catechisms. Um, number five, uh, our our question in our catechism is, why ought you to glorify God? Because he made me and he takes care of me. Romans 11, uh, 36 says, for uh, from him and through him and for him all are all things. To him be the glory uh, forever. Amen. So, you know, as we journey through our life here, you know, we, we should on a daily basis, uh, glorify God. You know, he, he made us to begin with. He made us special. Each one of us is special in, in, in God's own certain eyes, the way that he looks at us. Each one of us is special, just like with our kids. You know, if you're a parent and you have children, each of your children are, are um, special in their own unique way. So he made us and he takes care of us. You know, how many times have uh, Danae and I looked back and thought, how did that happen? You know, uh, how did this come about? How did this finances come into play? You know, where did this money come from? Where did where did this blessing in our life come from? And it came from him. You know, everything that's good that happens to us comes from him. And if we can get to the point where not only do we say that we know God, but we love God, then I think that we are his true children. Uh, because a lot of people know God. A lot of people know about God. Let me say that at least. Even the demons knew about him and they, you know, they trembled. But my question to you is, do you love God? You know, if you love God, then I think the next logical statement after that is, are you obeying him? You know, are you obeying him in each and everything that you do? And if you're not, then I think you need to step back and think about, okay, it, am I, am, do I really know God? Because if you know him and you love him, you obey him. And I just want to leave you with that, that it's so important that uh, in our life that, you know, we don't forget that he made us. Uh, he made us special and that he will take care of us. You know, our ultimate goal is not here on earth, but is in heaven. So it may not look like to you he's taking care of you right now, but he is. Uh, either he's working with something in your life right now uh, to prepare you uh, to love him even more or maybe to help somebody else out. Or maybe we're just getting prepared to get to heaven. So I just want to encourage you uh, that he loves you. <clears throat> And I hope you love him, and I hope you're obeying him in all that you do. Anyway, uh, today we'll be back next week, and uh, we will uh, continue with this path, path of our uh, journey as far as increasing our uh, health span. And uh, we will see you then. Remember, guys, be fit and be faithful. This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes. As the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.